Welcome to another episode of Talking Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay, and with me today to talk about Morbius in full spoiler detail is our Star Wars correspondent and co-host Dan Bibby. Yeah, I can drop the Star Wars correspondent. I mean, you still are kind of a okay. Star Wars correspondent. I think that everyone has a special power. Your Star Wars correspondent. I will put Peter's Lord of the Rings correspondent. <laughs> if ever we get, if ever we would do that. And Hagrid is just like the comics correspondent. He's, True. He's got a Good wealth of knowledge there. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about Morbius and full spoiler detail. Before we do that, don't forget to check out www.talknerdy.uk. Don't forget to email us at talknerdyuk at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave a review. I don't know how you do it, personally. Make it at least four stars. I know that on Apple, not least, at <laughs> least five stars. Five-star reviews only, please. Uh, witty At comments would be appreciated, as long as they are complimentary with five stars. But yeah, um, help us spread the word of the talk nerd. Well, <laughs> I wanted to make that as like cringy. What a tagline. Oh, just writes itself. <laughs> no, yeah, just please help us share the pod um, and just help the podcast grow even more than it already is. It would be a massive help. I know those, out of, those of you out there who listen, you definitely enjoy it. You tell me you enjoy it. Um, tell others, please. It'd be really cool. Right, so, without further ado, <laughs> let's talk about Morbius. So, it's been no secret. We've put this off for a while. We have. Uh, I've, I've voiced it on the socials. Like, again, not seeing it tonight because... Well, I don't even put why. It, there's just been better things we'd rather do than go watch well, it in some cases. Apparently. Well, yes. I definitely... There was a couple of nights where I was like, I can't face it tonight. I just really <laughs> can't. Um, but solely off hearsay. Yeah, solely off hearsay, but the hearsay is was rather large. It wasn't just like the odd quip. It seemed to be like you know how when you're you're told don't play with fire. It's a, it's the, do we listen to the hearsay? <laughs> I I think without giving away too much early on is that I think the um, piss taking out of this film was on the same level as like Nickelback as a band. It's like it's. Stylish to make fun of them and kind yeah, of mean yeah, I know what you mean. It was trendy to make fun. Yeah, but when you listen to Nickelback, not that bad. I mean, they are, but that's a separate they, podcast. They have some out. good songs, but they're not a good band. They have songs. They don't deserve all of the hate that they have. Mm. I'll give them all my hate. <laughs> um, right, so Dan. Oh, Dan. Dan, 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 Dan. Yes. Morbius. No, first impressions. Dan, <laughs> Dan Morbius, first impressions. Uh, I think this was the most maligned film I've seen in a while. Uh, for those of you know, I definitely know what maligned means. But for those who don't, can you? I think a lot. Of, a lot of people spoke a lot of shit about it, and I don't think it deserved all of the shit that it got. Okay. All right. What about you? It's a film. <laughs> it's definitely a film. On the, <laughs> as we pulled up in the car park, you said, "Are you prepared to be whelmed?" <laughs> 
and I'm def- were you whelmed? I felt whelmed throughout. Although it was, it was, it was such a weird film. It's just like, I mean, that's that's my initial thought. It's a weird film. I kind of know where I'm falling already. As we talk about it, I don't see my opinion madly changing, but it was just. It, I felt like it was scenes. Where, I felt like scenes and dialogue were missing, like in in ma, in large. What, what to the point where you felt like it was kind of hard to track? Or? No, but ca- characters would make jumps and assumptions, like like for example, um, he says to her in like okay, actually, there's a whole like line of it happening. That's when I really noticed it was like happening more and more. Okay, so she gets on the on the bus. And he's on the bus. Yeah. How did she? He know she was going to be on that bus. She didn't know she was getting on that bus. She ran to that bus so she could get away from the uh, the cop who just randomly she noticed was chasing her. Well, so, he can move very quickly, and he's got echo, and he's got echolocation. Okay, so he can track her, mm. see where she's going. Was he tracking her? Was yeah, he wanted to find her, didn't he? Mm. Okay, but mm, I'm still not on that one because he was on the he was on the bus like comfortably. She went and sat there, so it implied he was on that bus first. The next part is then when they're in the cafe, she says something like, um, "He goes, I'm gonna need your help." She goes, "Oh, I think you are you up to something?" Yes, oh yeah, I am. and then he storms off, and then he storms off. Yeah. And he, he goes, "You need to get some things for me from the for the, from your lab," and she goes, "Okay, okay." They never discuss what items yeah. they are, and he leaves. I'm on, I'm with you on that right? one, right? And then. Later on, when the father figure of the 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 boys <laughs> of the more boys, the blood bandits, the blood bandits, um, goes to visit Lucian Milo. Yeah, um, he produces a, the blue bag. Yeah, right of blood. Why, why does he know about that? Um. Because he guessed. And that, this is what I mean. There was things that I was like, this... Did, but, he, did he know about Michael's research? Did he? he I don't know. I don't think he... It was really... He I mean, might have done, because he knew that he was trying to help Milo get better. So he might have told him about the bats. <laughs> and thought, you know what bats like? Mike, but, but did he know that was... Uh, this is what I mean. It's so... Uh, he, he suspects that Milo is going out and hunting... People for blood because of the, the TV report. Yeah. So does he go? I'll take some of this very popular fake blood that is around in our world and think that. Well, that would make sense. Though, would it though? It? Would... I, I was thinking that because like when he when he was drinking the artificial blood and even though he clearly needed the real blood because he had mm. the people went on the on the boat. But then when he takes the artificial blood, I was thinking, would that work? Would that trick the need? But I guess it would, because if, if, if in that world the artificial blood can keep someone alive and, and work exactly as real blood does, mm. it must have all the same properties as real blood, so work in some similar way. As he says, it doesn't work as well as real blood, mm. but it helps save uh, stave it off. But yeah, it was just it was just things like that were like, I felt like there was a jump and an assumption, and so did like reactions to stuff like that. So I mean, the dialogue, dialogue was dead clunky, and like... I, like I, fe- I think at one point Matt Smith was talking to Jared Leto, and I kind of not didn't close my eyes, but I thought, what would it was in the prison, and as I was listening to them, I thought, what would this look like on paper? Because like the script, the script, what would it just look like on paper? And it seems so actually, bird basic writing. You don't belong in here. 
oh, I'm a monster, I should stay in here. No, we need to get you out of it. It was just like my first draft of a prison scene. It was just really Yeah, there odd. was a really good line, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah, I, I do agree with the word parts where it was just like, that'll do. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that'll dubious. Yeah. But... Dubious Mobius. But, on the other hand, I didn't not mind it. Like, it wasn't... It's like a good, bad film. It's watchable. It's yeah. it's filler film, which is a bit like what Venom was as well. Yeah, I was trying to kind of compare it to Venom because I it's the second Venom we both we enjoyed we both that quite liked because that's fast paced. But I think because it was slimmed right down, mm. and as you said, maybe the missing chunks of story are on the cutting room floor because they wanted to keep it because uh, Venom Two did better than Venom One mm. marginally. They wanted to try and match the pacing and the length of it, so they maybe sacrificed parts that made it make sense a bit more. Because mm. there wasn't really um a villain. He was just kind of like it it was it was Morbius against himself until more than halfway through. Well what was when when Milo decided he wanted to take the serum and became what, the bad guy. What me what what did make sense in this film? Like right, can you tell me what disease delusion and Morbius suffer well, I from. Think, I think it's meant to be a fictional one. But they don't even talk about what it I is. I know, but... It, 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 I what think, does this disease cause I mean, to do? You, you and Hagrid were talking in the Batman podcast about yeah. the death of the origin story. Yeah. We don't need to... We're getting an origin story. We don't also need to know the ins and outs of his disorder. We just know that the, tr- the only treatment is... He calls it an oil change, replacing his blood every... That was a weird line for a kid to say. The kid is a kid and he talks about oil changes... He's probably heard a doctor say And Spartans... And the other kid's like, ah, oh, yes, I, aha, I know that line. Like, no, you are both <laughs> nine years old, and you don't mean to read. That didn't read bollocks. <laughs> it was no. It was the only time I ever felt we ever talked about the characters and what's going on was when she asks him, "What's it like drinking red over blue? What's the difference between red and blue?" That was like the most in depth we got about Morbius and what he was currently going through. Other than that, it was all really like, why does when he jumps these little like why does Sony decide? Oh, you know what will make this good? Can we see everything in the scene? Yeah, how could we make it so you can't? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll disagree with you on that because I, I thought the shots of him flying over the city and all those kind of scenes of him traversing like super parkouring hmm. were really nice looking. Especially at the end when he was gliding over his missus, I can't remember his name, and the pulse of her heartbeat was kind of blasting out. Yeah, I don't over mind. The I didn't mind that. That looked, that looked really cool. The only annoying thing was I thought they'd learn from the end of Venom 1 that you need some light to see a fight scene. Yeah. And that fight between Milo and um, Michael at the end was like, I can't see anything. I couldn't see a fucking other, thing. other than like cloud? Pole snapping and, you know. Pole snapping and cloud. Puddles and wisps. Yeah, the, yeah, this wispy lines, and the came fight scene came out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah, my it was da, 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 Morbius, as, yeah. you, as you would say. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I think up until that point, I was enjoying it, and then suddenly you get the last fight, and it's racing to the finish line. Well, I didn't even know it was over. So, uh, it, like, he flies away with all the bats. Which, and then she wakes up, and she wakes up, and then the credits. Are, I was like, what? 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 That's it? Do the the police never close the investigation? What happens with the? Well, it's it's just kind of be a Morbius too, isn't it? That's no, okay, but then okay. So... I did want it to round off as a film he rather ma- than tease towards a sequel. He makes out that my time is running out. I will only be able to drink red soon, and I'll become a f- total fucking savage. I'm gonna have made two, one for me, and one for yeah. one for him. So, but he decides not to take his one. Yeah, he just is and that left. Ha- 
gliding yeah. through the city. And that time thing doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Now that Nilo's dead. Maybe he's checking on his missus first. If he did check on her, he would have found that she was alive. Yeah. Because I guess... Which, didn't he sense that? Did he not sense well, that she Well, he drank up? her... Well, she might have died like the mouse did and then come back alive, but that's the only time we found out that you can bite someone and pass on the but this is vampire not, power this is if why, that's what she's got. This is why I wanted to know what he had. Because like when he's doing the tests on the mouse, I'm like, what is he testing? What has the mouse got to do here? Well, it's just curing a disease that he has. But what's the disease? That he that he has a blood disorder and it makes him really weak. I don't think we need to know much beyond that. And it limits his, the, the, the length of his life. That's all you need to know. It's not ER. But, or... No, but I'd like to know what the blood disorder actually does because then... So it would ex- right. I think it's very obvious to see what it does. No, because the problem you've got is then I can't understand his research for the cure and how he gets to that point without understanding the, the problem, the disease. It's like it's like I'm watching him try and solve a puzzle. I myself don't even understand the puzzle. I so think I, didn't... I think you're delving too far into not... it. I think I think it's perfectly easy to understand what's wrong with him. No, I get I get what you what's 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 wrong with him. Because he's walking around on fucking crutches and yeah. dragging his feet. My problem is, I didn't understand what his research was. He's just trying to find a cure, but it was about as slap and dash as just watching someone shake a bunsen a, a, a little thing over a bunsen burner I and go, "Hmm, no, science no, is happening no, here." Because he, he even says there's, there's, there's some dialogue that says, you know, the the the, the cross. So not the coagulant of no, the blood. No, he's talking about the hybridization of species is something that happens all the time because he's talking about Neanderthal brains and stuff. I was like, okay, so he's trying to take elements of the bat DNA. But and, why does the bat DNA... And combine it with his own? Because he's got a blood disorder and bats feed on blood, so they can obviously process it in some better way than he can. But then why does that cause him to become a fucking giant flying vampire that has sonar <laughs> eyes and has because, ripply ears? Because, because now he's part bat? Because he's... <laughs> It's exactly the same as Spider-Man. <laughs> no, Spider-Man is caused by a bite from a radioactive spider. So Yeah, which integrates spider DNA into his own. Yeah. So Morbius has just done the same thing. No, he just... Just intentionally? Or he didn't make anything radioactive. He literally took was a gland... radioactive? No, exactly. He, he took Jurassic a... Parked it? He took, a... he took a gland, liquefied it, and then just drank it from what I could see. And was like, oh, I've got the place of the gland. He didn't do that. What did he do then? You saw him on the screen doing all the kind of test sequences of like getting the DNA integrated. And then he got a spinal injection into his back. He, yeah, he injected the gland into his back. It's not the gland. He took something from the gland and made that into this like serum. So he took serum from a bat... And just injects it into his spine, and it caused him all that. Well, no, but that was obviously the key ingredient. It wasn't just it wasn't just ground up, you know, back gland. I think that's it was like I an just... enzyme or something that it released that stopped the blood from coagulating, which obviously has something to do with his disease. And from that, I don't know. He has the proportionate strength of a bat. A bat. Strength. I know that bit was a little bit far, but like I, I, in terms of what you're saying, really digging into like. What was his disorder and no, it was the, why does it why does he have bat powers now he's got bat DNA? That's not a hard leap to make. It was more like everything was a everything was a leap. Like why did he all of a sudden why did he all of a sudden realise he could fly? Because he could sense the I don't think he can fly, I think he can ride Certain like shock waves and stuff like that, because because he, he only realized he could fly when this train was coming, the train was in, coming. and he could feel like the movement in the air. He doesn't really fly; he kind of like glides on it he, on the front of the train. Yeah, and he never flies in straight line. He's from the top of buildings going down, 
like Batman is. I know, it's just so weird. I just don't know what it... I don't... What, the, the only bit that annoyed me that didn't make sense, like, that didn't track, was that someone when the cop grabbed his wrist and he kind of materialises out of it and kicks their ass, which is quite a cool sequence. Mm. And then he's restrained by two handcuffs and he's like... Yeah. And he can't get out of them. And when he still looks like he's, he's in his... Well, yeah, because the guy... The guy the, the, well, that was the other thing. He got on... He got onto the top of the roof... He nearly fell off the roof, which I don't know why. Maybe he's moving too fast. And then yeah, there's like a big thrust coming. Yeah, from exactly. Behind, yeah. And then he t- and the cops there with a gun. And I was like, oh right, he's in a bit awkward point now. Where if he gets shot, you know, he's got no, you know, like, you've got a gun pointing at me. There's nothing I can do. But then I thought about it. Went, he could jump off the building. He could do a whole host of things. We saw that fucking Lucian can dodge bullets. So yeah, it made you're right. Then he's then just in there like that. It was just. I think that they've both explored their abilities in different ways. So maybe he, because uh, Milo is using them for kind of more, you know, bloodthirsty purposes. Because hmm. he just cares that he's not ill anymore. Because he's had nothing else to occupy his mind for, you know, the 20, 30 years of, other than I want to get better. Yeah. Whereas Morbius has had the research to occupy his mind with. So, um, the, so it's just a big win for him that he's actually tried to do something. But he doesn't want to go out and make full use of it. He's realised he's fucked up because his whole life's work. It just it's so weird. I just, I just there's big chunks that I, I just didn't like. I just don't know how that passed through. Like got green lit ago. You haven't explained this enough. You haven't. Got, there's no depth here whatsoever. <laughs> I know nothing really about about the girl he likes, other than yeah, she was a very she, thin character. Yeah, like even the way they kissed, it was just like, hey, now face me, close your eyes, move closer. <laughs> And we are now kissing. <laughs> and Matt Smith's across the way, like, oh, <laughs> moody. Like, you don't even... And why is Matt Smith even bothered? I know, because you never see them interact. He says at the start, like, oh, I've not seen her in a while. It's like, yeah, but like, do you fancy her? Are you friends? Well, he says, he says something like, I want to make Michael see who he is. And I think he was thinking, I'll threaten him by taking away his squeeze. and I'll... But then you've just got your life. Like you, you've never been able to walk properly. Now you can leap off buildings. What are you sticking around for? Why don't you just fuck off? Michael's not going to follow you and find you. Yeah, but he wants him too, doesn't he? He's like his best mate. He was calling him his brother. He wants. He didn't want to because as soon as he got him, got him alone, he fucking killed him or tried to kill him multiple times. Yeah, I suppose. Like he literally saw the, and then the bit where he's like, he fell in the water and his hand rippled through the water and all these. All the bats, bats came. came, and I was just like, "What's this power?" Well, the scream was what summoned the bats, and his hand was just, I think, coincidentally in the water, and the ripples was the bats approaching. The ripples came from his finger, didn't they? No, I don't think so. I think oh. it's there's just a lot. It, it was unclear. It is. It, <laughs> it was a lot is unclear in this film, and that's what I think really makes me struggle with it because. Am I looking like you're saying I'm looking too hard for stuff? But I'm we not at an age and time when. This isn't 1995 anymore. I wasn't saying you were looking too hard at all stuff, but I think the fact that you were like, I want a name for this illness and I want a scientific paper written on it yeah. is, a, is a bit far. I think it's it's fine to say he's ill. You can see how he's ill. He's trying to find the cure for it. It's the relationships between the characters where it falls short and the depth of the characters as well. And the fact that it relies on its very tenuous ties to other universes, which yeah. are incredibly unclear. Right. I was trying to see what else it said on the Daily Bugle front page, like, instead. Oh, I saw something about the chameleon. I saw a chameleon. That's, all, that's the only one I saw. Chameleon. Um, the rhino one is a 
it's a bluff because it's something actually about a zoo. Okay. There's something about the I'm thinking to say something about black cat scene again. Oh, or really? something like that. Yeah, there was a black cat one. Um weirdly, the scene that was in the trailer where he walks past the Spider Man vandalism wasn't in, it. wasn't in the film. The shots of Michael Keaton weren't Oh you're going in hey it. Michael weren't in it. Yeah. But again, why the fuck was Michael Keaton in it? why does he so if I'm to understand, Michael Keaton's vulture has been taken from the MCU now, yeah. and he's been drafted to the Sony universe. <laughs> but why? Because that looked like the same spell that it was. A, it was Strange definitely the multiverse was... spell, yeah. Because so that would have been the spell he wants everyone to forget that Peter Parker is Spider Man. He knew Spider Man. He said, "I know I'm here because of Spider Man," but he didn't know he didn't say Peter Parker. So he doesn't know who's, he's forgotten that now. No, but, but why has he been returned no, to not, the wrong universe? But not necessarily, because he did know that Peter Parker was Spider-Man pre-spell. Yeah. So the one to make everyone forget that Peter Parker Spider-Man could have sent him into another universe, just like everyone who knew Peter Parker Spider-Man being brought to that universe, like Green Goblin and Yeah, but why has he been Dark sent Park to another universe? Well, why did he... I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> why, has he, why has he been sent to another universe? And then I hate the fact that they just it like I, I hated uh, that entire yeah. bit. A and man has materialized and says his name is Rick, Adrian Tunes. So he's, we've let him go. He's been released. Like no, he doesn't even seem that phased by it either. He looks in the mirror. He, he weirdly feels his face, like he doesn't recognize the face. Yeah, and then his jumpsuit. And it was goes, like Doctor Who regenerating. Yeah, and he's like, I hope the grubs here better or something. Uh, yeah. The grubs better at this joint. And then they just release it. Like, is is there not an Adrian Tunes in that universe already? I don't know, but I just thought it was like. It was it was odd. Like I get that he would maybe be more used to weird stuff happening because he's from the MCU and which he's got alien time. tech and stuff. Yeah, hasn't yeah, it? yeah. But he then has come to this universe, and I'm still not convinced that was him speaking under that mask. I'm still not convinced that was his voice. It <laughs> didn't sound like him to me. I don't think it did. I think there's a reason why they completely covered his face and made him look like a fucking cheap Star Lord. <laughs> and then also, why is he meeting? I Mor- think Morbius. I think this is something to do with a guy called Spider Man. People like us should stick together. Oh, I'm listening. Why the fuck are you listening? You should be dead. You've told, you've said that you'd be dead by this time now. Why are you is, is there is there a version of the Sinister Six where Morbius is? Yeah, there? Morbius was in the Sinister Six. So maybe that's what they're trying to set up. Because it's Venom so is, is probably, probably in that universe as well. They're gonna get. They're gonna get. But Morbius doesn't react either when when he says, "I think it's something to do with Spider Man." Yeah, and he just goes. He, he like almost sighs like, "Oh, that guy." Yeah, so that, but which Spider Man is it? If, if, well, if, it's if probably we, Andrew Garfield. If we're to Spider-Man. go by the trailer, then it's Tobey Maguire. Yeah, that, that's, but I, that wasn't in the movie. That was just in the trailer because there was a shot of Matt Smith walking down the platform at the station in the trailer. He was human, and then he was vampired up in that same shot in the in the movie. And they mentioned Venom. They mentioned Venom twice. They were like, "This is like that time in San Francisco," and yeah. that thing. And then he also said at one point, "I'm Venom" I'm to Venom. scare someone. But then doesn't drop the the line of just kidding, just kidding. Dr. Michael Morbius. Yeah. Oh. He just says I'm better. Well also, what was with the weird aesthetics of the credits? Or the eighties. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, this has nothing to do with the film. <laughs> I feel like you've gone, oh well, shit, what do we do for the credits? And go, I know a guy who can make credits. Okay, can we give you some notes? Um just give me the credits. Uh, oh, that's it. We'll give you some notes and we'll give you other names. And they just sent him an email with just the names. It's, the attachment of the notes didn't make him. And I guess it's freelance. You can just do what you want. And he just comes in. Yeah. Morbius here. 
Yeah, it was just so. Yeah, it was very. I was just watching it going, I'm waiting for this to tie in in some way. A lot of stuff was out of place in this film. This was the most out of place film. It doesn't really feel like it fits in Sony's universe that well. I mean, there's only the the Venom films that you can really call in the same universe. We don't know whether it's Tobey Maguire or um, Andrew Garfield's universe. It could be a completely different one. Could get another Spider Man. Imagine that. Could get Miles Morales or something in that universe. Oh, I'd hate that if that was how we got Miles Morales. <laughs> if that was all our first live-action Miles Morales, if Sony got that, I'd be so fucking pissed. <laughs> and you know what, CGI. though? They fucking could, because they own... I think they own the character, technically. Do they own him? Sony do, yeah. Yeah, they will, won't they? They own Spider-Man. So I know, but... Uh, Miles came after the deal. Miles was wrote and created well after the deal. He only debuted in like in the comics Yeah, like, but I, I think a good lawyer could just argue it's Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man, Yeah. Well, maybe not 2010, but whenever. It was definitely after the Spider-Man's. The only thing I can't think is that, like, the way that they've approached these villain movies is that Venom is not really a villain. This version of Venom is not mm. really a villain. And Michael Morbius definitely isn't a villain because he fights the kind of Dark Ages every step of the way. Never really does anything wrong apart from when he first transforms. So how are they going to... Like, I guess Vulture will rally them against Spider-Man for some reason? Yeah, but why would they... Yeah, it's just... my Yeah... But what, what's his vendetta with Spider-Man? Yeah. Why is Vulture... Venom obviously recognises Spider-Man for some reason because of... Oh, God. Th- this whole film feels like fan fiction. Like it's been wrote by someone on a fucking messaging it's, forum. It's going to kind of tarnish the main Continu- MCU continuity, yeah. isn't it? I feel like Sony have had them over a barrel. It was pretty exciting when it happened at the end of Venom. And you go, oh, that's pretty cool. But then he goes back to the end to the universe and leaves a bit of symbiote behind. Like, okay, that's how they're gonna write the symbiote into yeah, the MCU. Absolutely with that. That's fine with that. But then they've carried on. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> with Morbius. Stop drafting people. Yeah, yeah, they've taken a character. Yeah, they've taken the character out. I love Michael From the Keaton. MCU. Michael Keaton as Vulture. It's Vulture really good. is Gaz's favorite MCU bad guy. Really? Oh, he'll be he'll be absolutely. Yours <laughs> that they have took him out and have put him in and, that and, universe. And how permanently? How's he going to get back now? I don't know. Is this going to be part of... Is that what he wants to do? Does he want to get back? And he reckons if he rallies up... There is a Doctor Strange in the Raimiverse. There is. He mentioned... Uh, JJ yeah. mentions him and he goes, Different. Doctor Strange. I like it, but it's taken. But it's taken, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It was just... Matt Smith, Matt Smith was the standout in this. Matt Smith was good because he's he's just a great actor. But it was just hearing I, it I was how he managed to turn very clunky dialogue into actually being passable was amazing yeah. for me. That was the that was the key for. And I did actually quite like his chemistry with Jared Leto as well when the, yeah. when they were having like the friendly moments on the bench at the start and walking along yeah. through the street. Yeah, they yeah. did have good chemistry. It was just weird hearing Matt Smith not say his T's. No, oh, yeah, he's really putting it, on that it, English it, accent. Like, like when he was the doctor, it's like, oh, you're so pretty. And when he was in the thing, yeah, he was yeah. like, oh, you're too pretty. It was like, oh, you're too pretty. I was like, yeah. it's like it's weird. Yeah, but he yeah. was good. At it. What I did actually really like is, or what I think they did well, and Sony usually quite dodge with CGI, um, was the kind of the gradient change in the faces between the human and the vampire. Mm. The way the kind of like it would sometimes just kind of a little bit change. And then it would go really bad. And it was really smoothly done. There yeah. was a close-up of Matt Smith at the end where he was full vampired. And then Jared Lowe stabs him with the serum. And he slowly fades back to human. And I was watching it really closely to see if there was a point you could like see it. See where it happened. Jerk, but it was, it was fluid. No, it was I'll really well done. I'll give you that. 
It just reminds me, I don't know why that reminds me of, because it was like, Jared Leto wasn't bad in this. He's just like, he's just in this film. I don't really think they gave him He doesn't any, carry it. He doesn't have it. Well, there's nothing to carry because yeah. he's literally either trying to hide um, he's C- or he's fully CGI or... I think some of that was prosthetics. Oh, whatever, whichever. Or he's prosthetics, but either way, then the character's... <laughs> you know, nothing major. Or he's just, again, hmm, staring at test tube, uh, coming over here, typey, 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 typey. Yeah. Hmm. He didn't really do... <laughs> the only thing he said, and I'll, I'll, who, again, greenlit this line, I'm getting hungry. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. I'm like, are we really quoting, misquoting yeah. Hulk here? You flinched when they I did. did that. I was like, Lou Ferrigno. Your, your body language basically went, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and the kiss both made me go, <laughs> And Michael Keaton. Yeah, like that was that was full on SpongeBob Caveman. I put, but as well, Michael Keaton landed in his Vulture outfit from the MCU. He didn't have that with him when he materialised. No, he made a new one. That was not the Vulture outfit. Was it, it not? No, because the back of it was all like so extra. Like he didn't have the sleep, the streamlined tech. There was yeah, he didn't have the tech. He's clearly had to make his own new one out of whatever he's had, had the. Right. Was, that was definitely not the same tech either. That's why that the makes mask a was different. A little bit more one. sense then. Yeah, I'm glad something makes sense. <laughs> um, and there wasn't many. Oh, the policeman was so like. Bland, terrible acting. Like the and again, the dialogue made no sense. He goes, "So they came here for a beer. When was the last time you had a beer? Hey, look, they have some security cam footage. Oh, guess I'll be the one who goes get goes and gets it. <laughs> well, hold on. You just implied that he hasn't stopped working so long that he hasn't had a beer, but then immediately called him lazy. It made me laugh that they they said uh, it's a bit of a you know cultural divide thing, but they were like, do you know there's the twelve pints of blood in the human body? And he goes. Um, how how much is he drinking? It's like uh, I don't know. When's the last time you had thirty six beers? It's like, do you mean twelve beers? Yeah, <laughs> you drink, you're drinking in things less than pints. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I mean. And what are you drinking? That's a third of a pint. The two hundred mil beer. Have you, mm. have you ever had thirty six schooners? <laughs> they 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 had, re- and then the the investigation was absolutely awful. I we'd like to talk to you about what happened on the boat. I don't feel like talking about what happened on the boat. Well, I guess we'll leave then. Oh, by the way, the one key piece of evidence we had, we're going to leave it right here. Really no, it was just a business card, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, well, that was that. No, yeah, to be fair, it was. I did think he was about to leave the business card. Uh, the one key piece of evidence. <laughs> but but it well, we thought it was like the folded up the origami yeah, yeah, yeah. bat thing. Let's yeah. see if we can find it on IMDb about whether it is uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. I, yeah, it's. it feels like... If it just it, it, the the way it sounded as well, like it just sounded that like I get it. We threw us through a mask. Through a mask, yeah. But you can still tell it to me. And Michael Keaton's got a very distinctive voice, and I just felt like he, he didn't. He did not say those lines. Um, or, the only one credited as Adrian Toomes is Michael Keaton. And uncredited as the Vulture, because that was technically the Vulture. Let's find out. Ringleader bully Jason Rennie. Oh yeah, he that, was that great. Was, uh... Those kids, by the way. What kids are going around actively, like, bullying crippled kids? All loads of kids. Are they? Have you ever met a kid? They're horrible. I've, I've, I remember in school there was a lot of kids in wheelchairs and, and had, like, walking sticks no. and that, and I don't remember anyone bullying them. It doesn't say. I'll have to be in the MISC file then. And and if anyone out there can back me up on this, do you think that was Michael Keaton talking? Because I genuinely don't. What else has Daniel Espinosa directed? Oh, right, that's good. Let's uh, go into who made this crock of shit. <laughs> Snabakash. Bless uh, you. Life. 
Safe House, Child 44, Outside Love, Easy Money, Snab a Cash Again. <laughs> Snab a Cash Leo, Electric Boogaloo. No, like... Fucking... That, that's the other thing as well. It wasn't like... It was so unremarkably shot. I liked the, the cityscape. You did, um, you, yeah. Shots. But, they were pretty good. I didn't like them. I thought as soon as you saw a good shot of the city, it all started to like puff out with all them wisps of things, which you said you liked, but it just made everything harder to see. I get what you meant about the heartbeat, but I, I didn't get. I, and again, I didn't get what. Like, what was that? That fucking Street Fighter punch Matt Smith kept doing in, in the train station to him? Like, <laughs> is, is, is that like the mo- Morbo punch? <laughs> Something I just didn't know what Bobo Mash. Yeah, it was just it just really things happen in this film and I just don't know why they were happening. Or the characters just kind of accepted they were happening and I we think, have yeah, to accept but, it as well. No, I don't think it's that that. I think I think they just they tried and probably was a misleading try or a mis a um ill advised try. To mm. try and leave too much to um working out visually. Mm. I guess there's a good balance that you have to find between explaining th- things through dialogue, like expositional dialogue, and just showing someone do something. And they, I think they just weighed more towards... All the abilities we learned about that they could do was just what we saw. Yeah. Apart from like the bit where we were speaking into the dictaphone where it was like, you know, I'm fast now and yeah, I need blood and stuff. But then again, what are you going to do? And also, I can do Morbo Punch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I guess there is a limit to what you can do and say with regards to explaining things. Yeah. It was just... I think it was like... It reminds me of how films were, like, pre... I kept thinking about The Matrix when we watched this because there was stuff happening that was very Matrixy. Like, the guy had seen The Matrix and gone, oh, I've just seen this film called The Matrix, right? <laughs> Have you heard of this? Have you heard of it? It's fucking good. Like, people dodge bullets. And um, I was, like, getting a Matrix vibes, but... It, the slow-mo shots in the, in the combat, I actually really liked They looked... Well. They looked no, they did. That's when you... Because you could find... Yeah, you fucking could see, see something. Yeah. Um, but then when they kind of slowed... Sorry, let me slow down. When they would do Matrixy stuff, or everything in between was very 90s kind of... It's 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 this horrible mishmash. The problem I've got is it's trying to be like the nineties, but what the nineties got away with was he couldn't have like an entire CGI landscape. Yeah. So like example when they went to go to find the vampire bats at the very beginning, I was looking at going, none of that is real. <laughs> none of that is real right now. Just film on location for God's sake. You know, just at least get one can we get a helicopter to land somewhere that looks remotely bushy? You know, we've got we're, we're Hollywood. Surely we can afford that. But no, they just and because you've got that horrible kind of like not realness there, then you've got the really clunky dialogue in the of that's nineties, and then this kind of like you said jumping the narrative, kind of make your own assumptions, superpowers of the two thousands. It just becomes completely unreal, and I, I felt very detached and did not believe anything that was happening in it. Nor did I really think I need I could understand it. It was really, but I was I but I wasn't bored. I think that's what I'm annoyed at. I wasn't bored. <laughs> what was it you said at the start? You said um, um, there's a danger of me having a good time here because I'm in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't know if it's a, if if I am still in that good mood or not. <laughs> But, I mean, you seem quite chirpy about it. I'm, I think it's because I just expected it to be absolute shite because of what I've heard about it, which 
maybe is is what maybe that's what it needs. Maybe they've been spreading how bad it is. That so people go to see it to see if it's as bad as it is. What, and they go, that was actually quite good. What is to you an absolutely shite comic book film or nerdy film? Um, and if you can't think of one, then just. I didn't want to just say film because it's very easy to name a shite film. Yeah, I, was, I had one on the tip of my tongue for a shite film. Um, the first Fantastic Four, like the original one, wasn't wasn't great. But I still remember quite like as as you say, I wasn't bored when I was watching it. It was just kind of like this is an attempt at a film. Yeah. Um, I'm amazed that you're now then going. But are you implying that Fantastic Four two, Fantastic Six? Get a pass. I'm not sure if I saw the second one, to be honest. The one with Silver Surfer? Yeah. You didn't see that? I don't think so. Oh, mate. Is it bad? It's fucking awful. Is it? I, at the time, I remember I was dead excited, and then it came out, and I was just like, wow, wow. <laughs> I'm not whelmed at all. I'm <laughs> I'm under the whelm. Has anyone ever been underwhelmed? Yeah, before? yeah. This is a new Have feel. I the first one to be Oh, feels. <laughs> Come on, what's a shite film? I've just said. Oh no! You kind of you kind of backtracked and was like, "Yeah, it was a film," but I enjoyed it a bit. I don't though. know, like a comic book film. Yeah, that I've, that I really didn't like. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I can't think of one where I've thought I've come out and thought that was absolutely abysmal because I just I always find some kind of positive in it. Like okay, for me, it would be Suicide Squad as much as. Chris will fucking be shouting now at the I podcast. quite liked that as well when I watched oh, it. The, I mean, the, the... Yeah, the original. Yeah, one. no. I just... I remember all the way through I was really pissed off <laughs> because everything was wrong. Jared Leto was in that one as well, actually. Um, <laughs> and I was just really, really pissed off that there was so much was just wrong about it. I felt like... It wasn't like there weren't good parts in it, but overall it was shite. Yeah. Was this didn't have any good parts, but... <laughs> It's that kind of absolute averageness that it's, it's saves kind of, it's it. It's kind of like a like an action movie that you can just sit back and let wash over you. There's not yeah. there's not a lot of thinking to it. Yeah, it was like when you try. It's like when an action film comes out that really takes off. So like when Die Hard came out and everyone started to try and make Die Hard. You know, this is like Die Hard, except it's not in the building. It's on a boat. This isn't Die Hard, but this is this is Die Hard, but in the jungle. This, this is, is perish tough. You know, one man versus the whole thing. Once someone mm-hmm. comes up with a concept and then Hollywood rips it off and makes yeah, sort yeah. of B versions. This I was getting vibes that this was like like the bit on the boat when they're being hunted. I was going, this is like a really shit Predator. <laughs> but I was enjoying it because it's like, this is a really shit, but it's Predator, but it's like really shit. Yeah. And there was little horror elements that I liked. Yeah, because like... there was the big long sh- uh, corridor. Oh, shot. like that did creep me that out. That was good. Because that... you saw the little like crawl up into the into the, into the the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanished. I also was like that. I kind of was convinced that I didn't realize it would be Lucian at that point. I didn't either. I, I did, but I did think it was like, but that didn't look like Michael. Because you had the white coat on, I don't know why I just didn't. How think. did he get the serum though? Can he get? Can he get into Michael's lap? Michael sent him to go get the blood. He clocked it as soon as he walked in and saw them two vials, and he saw Michael. Then he then he sent him um, got the blood for him, and uh, yeah, maybe he took it then. But yeah. again, I feel like why would Michael, who's by the way, shit is scientist of the year, if you don't do. An audit of all your things. So just uh, <laughs> test 47, the mouse has died. And uh, I've only just noticed that where four vials have gone. Yeah, where's the fucking serum? And has he got to inject that into his spine himself? Or is, did his oh, yeah, fake that, dad help him do it? He, how did he know to put it in his spine? Yeah. 
Maybe he drank See what it. I mean about jumps in assumptions <laughs> of characters? They just do things. Adjumptions, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like when the dad... He's a good actor as well, by the way. I call him the dad. He's in Chernobyl. He's fantastic in that. He wasn't very good in this. Um, well, there was, there was a lot of for him to work yeah. with. In fact, there was a scene in the trailer where he's sat talking to Michael on the bench, and it sounds like, and it's the main dialogue of about half of that trailer, that wasn't in it. Yeah. I feel like they might have cut lots out of this. but he, Maybe there'll be like a, a... A Snyder Cut a version. Cut, yeah. the, the fucking... What was this director called? I can't remember. The Espinosa, was it? Espinosa. The Espinosa Cut. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, Espinosa. Look, even even the title picture, like well, the thumbnail yeah. for the uh, the trailer is the rainy oh, Spider-Man with murderer spray painted over it. Yeah, but the, that wasn't in. Spider-Man gets name dropped right at the end, and we don't know which Spider-Man. Well, we know that Michael Keane's talking about Tom Holland's Spider-Man because mm. he's the only one that he knows. But like, is is Morbius hearing that and going, "Oh yeah, Spider-Man, I know him," and thinking of a different Spider-Man? But where was this set, by the way? No one knows. No, oh, New York. New so it York. wasn't New York. Yeah. So he shouldn't know about. Well, he should know about Spider Man. Spider Man exists. Yeah. yeah. Although Spider Man's more Brooklyn. Brooklyn is in New York. No, I know, but what I mean is New York is fucking big. It's five boroughs. Yeah, but it's Manhattan. They usually swing it around. Yeah. Was where was this? What what bridge was it? Was it the Golden? Not the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> Roxy. That was again. That's Madam's favorite. Yeah, bridge. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. They did show um, one. Yeah, there was a big bridge. But I don't know. I think this film has left me. I feel like a bit of like an old man who's listened to what modern music is now, and I don't like it anymore. <laughs> like it's left me kind of confused and a bit irritable, and I'm annoyed that someone. Like I think when we went to watch Venom Two, we walked out of that. I felt like it was a fan film wrote by a fan of that, and who just by like a kid who wanted to have fun. Yeah, this felt more sterile than that. This felt like. They were trying to be too like someone intense who, with it. Like, someone's guess what, guys? It's a fifteen. <gasps> yeah, and it's, I felt like this was very first draft material, mm. with, with, with no fun injected really whatsoever. Like it, it just makes me so thankful that when that uh, deal with Disney fell through, we nearly lost Spider Man from the NCU. We would have got films like this with oh, Spider Man. Like M- Michael is a really weird character to just go back into him just a little bit because I can't tell. Tell me, like, tell me, like, a quality of him. I've done this test to you before. Yeah, well, he's very intelligent, isn't he? Mm. Very, very driven as well, and very. Um, he seems to choose de- how confident he is. Determined and very quite brave, and he? he's obviously always in pain all the time. But mm. he, but he has this like huge, like drive to carry on. Mm. But it was like the way he walked into that, into that lab, like that lab, and was like, "I'm going to take your lab." You're going to give me it all. You're going to leave that. Oh. But he also like set, tries to say some quips, some funny lines. And it's like a few times he tried to say some quips and funny lines, but it didn't suit his character at all. Like He d- didn't seem like the kind of guy who would make lots of jokes because, again, he's intelligent and he's driven and he's getting his head down. Well, no, but then like you think about how much it changed uh, Milo as well. Milo was this, mm-hmm. like, well, well, I guess quite bitter guy. and It's, it's like the mask. Yeah, but Milo... They put the mask on it. Brings it, out, it, it, it Milo got the shit kicked out of him by those lads, and then he fight, fought back then as well. Yeah. So that, should, that kind of explained that to me. I don't know, and maybe Jared... Maybe this... Maybe Jared Leto just can't... Didn't, like you said, didn't carry it, because I just... When he said those lines, it felt very much like I am watching 
almost like a TV actor <laughs> say those lines. Yeah. Or like a cosplayer reenact a moment. It was really weird. And what do yeah. you think of Jared in this? Not yeah, as you said, we we didn't. It's not that he didn't have much to do. He just like he played it very level and quite um, narrow. There wasn't really like if there was like a sound wave of of what acting is and up here is like really big mm. like really oh my god i'm a vampire ah! mm. and down here is like uh, oh i'm a vampire he, he was kind of like halfway between those two but the whole way through the movie yeah, keeping it on the, the only time he ever lost it was when like the this the, the short bursts where he went vampire but it wasn't like him acting that was just cgi getting put onto his face on it mm. like he's did you hear about his method acting for this? Yeah, it took him like 45 minutes to go to the toilet or something because he kept using his crutches. Yeah, and then eventually because he was taking so long, people were like, we'll just take you in the wheelchair. Yeah. And then he's having people push him around in the wheelchair. <laughs> but the thing is, but it, even the character isn't fully disabled because he then, after about 15 minutes into the film, 20 minutes, whatever it is, he can walk again. I think he gave some kind of weird method actor answer. I think I read. He said, like, well, just because he's, like, okay on the outside now, I've got to stay as vulnerable, Michael, as and his... so I can't walk in my... I was like, that was a really annoying moment You're making for things me. difficult. When he, woke, when he woke up in the fucking ship... Yeah. And he's walking around, but there was no, like... I get it, because in one's respect, he's like he does, he's got a lot on his mind because of everything he thinks he's done or he's trying to remember. But would it wouldn't would have been nice to see a scene of him like going freak out? I can walk. Yeah, he didn't really seem even bothered or trying to remember how to walk or, or I don't know. There just didn't seem to be much. He took it very in his stride. Oh, <laughs> you just walked that one in, didn't you? <laughs> right. Um, we should probably summate this. It's, it, it's weird what for a two-hour film. What, what was the first post-credit scene? Because there were two, wasn't there? Oh, so the first post-credit scene was first one was Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton arriving, yeah. And the second one was, was him meeting him in the desert again. Wow. Both very much. What's weird is is that mm. the Venom two, all that was getting talked about was you have to see if the post-credit scene. Yeah, because it was like, oh, but no it, one's mentioned no this one's, one. I had no idea that happened. I knew... But when, when Michael Keaton wasn't in the film, and then I noticed other things that weren't in it from the trailer, I was like, well, maybe they just cut him, and maybe they just dangled him in there to get people to come and come and see the movie. Oh, I knew he was in the post credit scene, because I'd heard people say, he's not in the fucking movie, and the trailer's just... Th- Sony, again, just yeah. ruined their own film. But the, so name, the name drop of Spider-Man is huge. Yeah. Which Spider-Man is going to fight these villains? If they even get that far, are they going to carry on making these villain movies? Who's going to be next? What's this Spider-Man going? How is he going to get his powers? It's is he just going to like? It's going to be like, did a spider bite you? Perhaps in this universe, <laughs> we don't divulge everything. Maybe oh, it's man spider yeah. instead. <laughs> it's the human spider. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So, but just very quickly, go on. Are there any? I've not heard any rumblings of of the next villain who's going to get the Sony treatment. Do you know if there's anything um, in the pipeline? I know one's got cut. So Silver Sable was meant to get one. That got cut. Black Cat was meant to get one. That got cut. Uh, oh, Madame Web. So Madame Web is going to be the next one. Okay. Um, now, Madame Web holds together the Spider-Verse. She can like, yes. see... Th- yeah, I've yeah. seen that. So they've cast her. She's getting her own film. Is that being made or is it still just check i'm pretty sure that's the next one because she's the next one that's been cast so everyone's kind of freaking out because it's like oh my god they're really leaning into this because now 
are Sony going to try and do their version of Spider-Verse? And, well, the, the live-action version of Spider-Verse. The live-action of, of Spider-Verse that, you know, I don't know if anyone's asked for. Miles Morales, that new, the Spider-Verse there's nothing, animated There's film. nothing about. Put Madame Web. Madame Web movie, I'll put. put, put Madame... Oh, no, yeah, expected release uh, 7th of July, 2023. Yeah, so that's probably the next one. Because they're not like Marvel firing out for a year. They're, they're very slow. Is a film, Madame Web is a film in development and will be the fifth film in Sony's, Sony's Spider-Man universe. Fifth. So we got yeah. Venom, Venom Two, so Electric Two, Boogaloo, two Amazing Spider-Man movies. Is that is it including them? Maybe. Put, put, or is it um, Spider Verse? No. What did what it, did it say? It, said, it says it'll be it'll be the fifth film in Sony's Spider-Man universe. If I click, but so yeah, what? go on. Click that. Let's see what happens. This it, is riveting to the people who listen. <laughs> it's a shared universe created by Sony Pictures, starting with Venom. Um, t- timeline. Um, Here we Venom. Go. Let there be carnage. Morbius. That's all it says. <laughs> right, so even the article is quoting... But it has got in development, Craven the Hunter. Ah, Craven. Craven, yeah, that's been... Are they doing that? They're doing Craven the Hunter. Nightwatch. Night Sinister Six. No, look, they are building. Jackpot, Silk, and Black Cat. Oh, the Black Cat's back on. Yeah. No, um, Craven, because I think there's rumour they've cast um, the guy who played Quicksilver in the MCU as Craven. Oh, really? Yeah. But people thought he was going to be Craven in the MCU. And everyone was like, well, they wouldn't have the same character, the same actor play two different characters in the MCU. And everyone's like, no, but they've done it before, though. Yeah. So they probably could. Yeah. And would so especially I, during this multiverse, yeah. Thing so, as well. but then Sony said they're doing Craven, and everyone's like, "Oh God!" What's so irritating is that if you, if you told me like a few years ago before Venom came out, they were like, "Right, the pl- the plan on this uh, slate of movies where they're going to introduce the, each villain gets its own movie, mm-hmm. so you can relate to them and you'll know." You know what their drive is. They're not just ooh nefarious villains. Yeah. And then at the end of that, once you've got about you know six or seven villain movies. You get a Spider-Man movie, and you see Spider-Man fight all these villains who you know the good side of as well, and you don't know who you want to win. That sounds amazing. Yeah. But I don't want Sony doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so irritating. I know. I know, because that's exactly It's a waste why, of an idea. Why Batman the Animated Series works, because Batman in the episodes, it's mostly about the villain. Batman's just there, because yeah. it builds on the villain, and it makes you more invested in, in the struggle and how you relate to them. So Sony have gone, ah, we could do this, but... Let's do this, but we'll film, but really poorly. But we'll get the director to be a potato. <laughs> yeah, they don't get any big directors. No, that Ruben Fleischer who did um, the first Venom. He'd done like uh, what's that? Thirty minutes or less with uh, Jesse Eisenberg in, mm. and like like sitcoms, uh, or, 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 or comedies, I should say, movies. Yeah, he hasn't done anything in his repertoire that's like he's done Uncharted now as well, and he fucked that up too. It's very slapdash. Yeah, and it's always weird that they got like Tom Hardy, yeah, big names. Matt Smith. And Jared Leto to all who are all good at acting. They can Jared Leto can definitely act. I've heard about this. Um, <laughs> to to read these scripts and go, yeah, we'll do it. Bizarre. And now um, Michael Keaton apparently was okay with. Right, we're gonna like I said. I keep saying draft, but he's fucking been drafted. Yeah. And I'm I'm amazed Keaton's agreed to, especially like now. So his first his first iteration is him going, oh. I hope the food's good here. Like, wouldn't that, wouldn't you have read that script and gone, 
Alarm bells. I'm getting alarm bells from this script. Yeah, but then they held a sack of cash in I front know, of them. I know, I fucking hate Hollywood so much. <laughs> um, when it's bad. Yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of when it's bad, you've, you've been putting off the, the rating, I can tell. I have a little bit, yeah. I, I, I know where I'm at if that helps. You brought me down a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> Probably where I was putting out all its flaws. I'm, well, glad, I'm glad we didn't do it in the car outside the uh, outside the cinema. Well, you say that, but I would have just done this again to you, but in a car. <laughs> no, so. no, it would have been a different setting. Um, I'm trying to hold it up against Venom, and we gave it a kind of like different kind of eight, didn't we? We gave it like a seven eight, but we you said it. it was like a. F- I think we gave. I gave it. A, you gave it an eight. I think I gave it a seven, but I, and I said like that's the highest I can give a film. Like that, but it was the fun seven, the big fun seven. It's not like a true eight or a true seven. No, it's like that's the version of like a shit film ten. It's, <laughs> it's never going to get over a seven. Seven's the highest quality of that caliber. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, that was Venom two. Yeah, I think Morbius couldn't go higher than a six. Mm. Because as you say, there were there were. Glaring issues with it, but I was engaged with it the whole way through. Mm. I quite enjoyed watching it. I don't know if I'd watch it again, unless it was part of some kind of like that they, they they somehow make it really vital to the future of this or Sony like, verse going. Or forward. if it was just like you're flicking through the channels to put something on whilst you do some work and it's just on, would you not just leave it on? Possibly, but I won't be able to see any of it. I'll probably look up and just see, <laughs> just see shadow and just wisps. Yeah. Just Morbi wisps. <laughs> um, and it, it annoys me as well. I, I think I said it at the start. I wanted it to be. I wanted it to end as a film. Mm. Rather than him gliding through the air. Morbius. Is Mrs. Waking Up. We don't know if she's got the powers or not. No. And then they were like, guess what? Not only is it probably going to lead to a second film, it also ties into the MCU. You know, the character that you love is playing really well. He's now with us in the shit version of whatever it is you like. And honestly, I think I was like a six come come just before the final fight. Then yeah, that brought it right down. Then the final fight drew it to a five, and then Vulture coming in and me hating that meant it went down to a four. That was really like that pissed me off. That's really royally like I. You know what it reminds me of all the way through? I kept getting like. I was like, is this going to be like watching the prequels in a few years? Like, I feel like right now I'm kind of engaged. I know why I'm engaged because I need to take it in. But I think it's clunky. But will I, like, 10 years time go back and go, these had their own character and charm to them. And I can't tell yet. It's too early. So future Jay, I'd be interested. You know, I don't know what you're thinking, but current Jay now, past Jay to you, (laughs) um, is, is really pissed off at this film a bit. Like again, first two thirds, and like a six, and then it just dunks to a four. It's a waste of a Matt Smith as well. It's a way a common thing nowadays. A bit of a waste of a Matt Smith. He well, was in another well, film. Um, Terminator. I, no, was well, he in Terminator? Yeah, he, he was. He, he was the uh, the Skynet kind of computer, like embodied oh. computer. You didn't no, see is, him. He was the outline. There's a film. There's a film. Uh, so is it called Last Night in Soho? Which is it's a great film. Um, and it's not, it's a waste of a Matt Smith just because he isn't in it as much as he should be. I, that's what I'll say about I don't think I've seen much film. outside of Doctor Who, to be honest. 
I know, but... And I think he might be, and this is a stupid thing to say, maybe in this day and age, but I think he's a TV actor. I think he's a very good actor. He was good in The Crown. Did you ever watch I've never seen The Crown, but oh. TV show. Yeah, but watch The Crown, he's fantastic in that. Do you think he could lead a Hollywood movie? Um, I mean, it depends on the movie, but I mean, anyone can lead a Hollywood well, we, movie. We were doing a fan cast with Hagrid a few weeks ago, do you remember? And then they were like, who do you think would make a good Reed Richards other than the guy who played him originally, because he was slagging him off, yeah, he was yeah. actually a pretty good Reed Richards. And I said, Matt Smith, I think, will be a good Reed Richards. And he went, but he's being used in Morbius. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. What a waste. Matt, yeah, so now he's just been used. Well, that's a Sony universe. Yeah. So. Um, but then it gets messy. <laughs> it's so messy. What did you think at home? I mean, if you've even seen it, I don't know if anyone's <laughs> seen it, or of people who admit to seeing it as well. <laughs> Is it like the Nickelback? Of movies at the moment, uh, let us know uh, by you know commenting or email us talkmediaukgmail.com. Uh, if you want to be anonymous, I'll allow it. I won't read out <laughs> your names. I will though. <laughs> um, thank you, Dan, for joining us. Dan is obviously now not just a special guest; he is a co-host of Talk Nerdy to Me, but he's still doing. Um, tell me again. Which you have told me some snippets in the car, which were interesting. Have some ideas you've got coming up? Yeah, we're doing. We're, we're we're in the process of putting together season three episodes. One we've big mouthed it. We put season <laughs> season uh, three episode one up, and then we're just planning the rest while everyone enjoys that one. We did Uncharted, uh, which was the game and uh, the movie movie comparison. Uh, next, I think we're doing Taylor Swift, which will be uh, Red, the album, and the re-record so Taylor's version. <laughs> Is that why? Which will probably be a very brief episode. But are you going to do it in this room? Yes. Yeah. Just for those. I mean, I know this is an audio medium, but (laughs) whenever I do a pod with Dan, he insists on trying to make it kind of like the vibe of what we're talking about. So for Star Wars, he'll put on a video of Millennium Falcon um, AM ASMR for the Christmas. Tell me again. You put on like a fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. So he's took me into his office, but there is no TV or anything. And I thought, finally, away from the fucking vibes and the <laughs> atmosphere he always inflicts on me. And out of nowhere, just gets his phone out and makes the bulb turn red. We are sitting in a fucking red, gothy, vibey room. With Spider-Man watching us. Spider-Man looking up going, what have I just invested in? <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Thank you, Dan, for joining me. Um, Keep listening to us. There is going to be some new podcasts out very soon. Um, in fact, we're gonna, me and you are going to do another one very soon. Um, we are. We are. Question mark. Question mark. Uh, in the build-up to Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yes. We are going to do another one. So stay tuned. Subscribe. Don't forget to, like I said, share the podcast. Tell people about it. And don't forget to visit www.talknerdy.uk and add our socials at talknerdyuk. Seeing as I am a co-host now, can I join in on the on the outline? Yeah, if you can remind me what it is, because the past two times, for some reason, I've completely forgotten it, because I <laughs> seem to rely on Gaz just saying, I'm Gaz, and it just seems to then... Flow from there. Do you want me to say, I'm Gaz, then? <laughs> <laughs> and that, that'd be so... That might be more jarring. <laughs> I'm um, not Gaz. Right. We'll try it. We'll try it. You just say your name. Right, hold on. So, I've been Jay. I've been Dad. And we've been talking nerdy. Keep, Keep talking nerdy! Woohoo! Hey, hey! Tonight, I'm going to suck... Your blood!